this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Good day. Welcome to the Business Mirror BM Broader Look Podcast. Today, we podcast the Broader Look story titled, Philippines Building Digital Economy Blocks One Step at a Time. The story was published on June 10, 2021. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Broader Look. For the print edition, please read the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. 1 and 0. These two binary digits have been, and still are, the building blocks of a new way of doing business. After the nation's leaders ordered the lockdown of territorial borders and forced people to close doors to neighbors and friends, the economy went into entropy. But the binary digits that powered computer programs offered markets a lifeline, digital platform. According to True Logic Incorporated managing partner Bernard San Juan III, the incredible adoption rate and changes in digital behavior of the Filipino audience are primarily what drives the big changes in the Philippines' digital landscape. San Juan said that the past five years have been a whirlwind in Philippine digital performance, with the country and the region at large exceeding even the most optimistic forecast for Southeast Asia. And when people speak about digital economy, there's one word that is understood, Internet. According to San Juan, global internet users rose from 3.42 billion in 2016 to 4.66 billion, a 1.24 billion increase by the close of 2020. Global internet penetration rose from 46% in 2016 to 59.5% last year, according to San Juan. There were 1.97 billion social media users in 2016, and this has grown to 4.2 billion in 2020. Interestingly, according to San Juan, there was an estimated 1.3 million new users that joined social media in 2020. According to San Juan, internet penetration in the Philippines was a humble 48% in 2016. That number rose to 67% in 2019 and at the close of 2020, sat at 74%. Pretty impressive, however, we should take this information with a grain of salt, San Juan said. As more affluent individuals own multiple devices and multiple connections, the World Bank estimates that the 74% penetration only represents 47.46% of the population. San Juan said that in 2016, the average Filipino spent 3 hours online via their mobile device and 5 hours through a personal computer. 5 years later, it's 5 hours on mobile alone, with the heaviest users clocking in nearly 11 hours per day across all devices. Digital marketers in the Philippines started coining the phrase, Filipinos do not go online, they live online. With a young median age of 25.8 years, the Philippines is one of the largest consumers of content on the internet. San Juan noted that the country's internet penetration that hit 74% last year versus at 48% grew at a level of 26%. He added that last year, smartphone users were recorded at 71.32 million, growing from the 52.2 million recorded at the close of 2016. The Philippines has come a long way in terms of internet adoption. 
The predictions for digital media overtaking traditional media as the primary content were front and center. These elements form just one part of the so-called digital economy. In their paper, Francis Mark Kimba and Sylvain Calizo Jr. defined digital economy as the amalgamation of several general-purpose technologies and the range of economic and social activities carried out by people over the internet and information networks. Kimba and Calizo, researchers of the government think tank Philippine Institute for Development Studies or PIDS, added that with a definition, digital economy encompasses the physical infrastructure on which data and information are transmitted, the devices that are used for access, the applications and software powering these devices, and the functionality these applications provide. According to the authors, the strong and developed mobile market is perhaps the greatest strength of the Philippine digital economy. Households with overseas Filipino workers are more likely to access the internet as well, considering that long-distance relationships with families can be bridged by digital means. The authors wrote in their 2018 paper titled, Going Digital from Innovation to Inclusive Growth in the Philippines. The Philippine digital economy then holds a strong foundation on the capacity and optimism of people and businesses to actually participate in digitalization. Philippines could be described to be more welcoming in than resisting changes in the status quo brought forth by the digital economy, Kimba and Calizo wrote. Another unnoticed aspect of digital economy is the growing reliance on automation and robots as health protocols point to physical distancing against the spread of COVID-19. UiPath Incorporated Managing Director for Southeast Asia, Chris Liu, told the Business Mirror they are certainly seeing companies embrace automation technologies both during and following the pandemic. Mr. Liu cited a survey conducted by Forrester Consulting on behalf of UiPath that found that 48% of respondents said their organizations are increasing their spending on robotic process automation or RPA this year by 5% or more. Liu explained that RPA refers to the automation through software or hardware systems of basic tasks usually performed by human workers. Robotic process automation allows anyone today to configure computer software or a robot to emulate and integrate the actions of a human interacting within digital systems to execute a business process. RPA robots utilize the user interface, just like humans do, to capture data and manipulate applications. These robots interpret, trigger responses, and communicate with other systems in order to perform on a vast variety of repetitive tasks, Lou told the Business Mirror. Only substantially better, a robotic process automation software robot never sleeps and makes zero mistakes, he said. According to Mr. Lou, robotic process automation allows organizations to automate at a fraction of the cost of other automation technologies today. Mr. Liu said the technology is non-intrusive. It can be placed on top of existing legacy information technology infrastructure without causing disruption. He added that a byproduct of this is greater efficiency and cost savings. Liu added that most importantly though, robotic process automation takes the robot out of the human. By automating repetitive, rules-based tasks, Robotic process automation allows employees to perform more value-added work, Mr. Liu said. 
This has the added benefit of improving workplace morale and job satisfaction. Mr. Liu of UiPath cited Gartner's forecast that global robotic process automation revenue would reach $1.89 billion this year, an increase of 19.5% from 2020. Gartner also expects this to grow at double-digit rates through 2024. Asia will be a key driver of robotic process automation growth as companies seek to become more agile and resilient following the disruptions of the pandemic, Mr. Liu told the Business Mirror. Nonetheless, Mr. Liu said there will always be jobs that require humans, especially manual work. However, even in these professions, robotic process automation will help employees. He cited that, for instance, speak to any chef and he or she will tell you that when they are not in the kitchen, they are in an office doing paperwork, making orders, reconciling stock and handling finances, much of these tedious, repetitive, and rules-based. Robotic process automation is able to automate much of this work, automatically processing invoices from suppliers or checking stock inventory, allowing the chef to spend more time in the kitchen. Mr. Liu emphasized the importance of understanding that automation technologies, such as RPA, is not about simply cutting costs and improving efficiency, although these are important benefits. Robotic process automation is about taking the robot out of the human and freeing employees to do value-added work that uses creativity and innovation among many others. According to Mr. Liu, they have seen how the COVID-19 pandemic has driven the use of automation solutions in a number of ways and for a number of reasons. Firstly, during the height of the pandemic itself, companies needed to adopt robotic process automation as a reaction to the immediate situation out of a need for survival, Mr. Liu explained. He cited as example the call centers that increased RPA and artificial intelligence or AI used to help employees deal with increased call volume. This was especially useful for airlines and travel companies who had surges in cancellations and inquiries. As time has progressed, Lu said, they have seen organizations embracing robotic process automation to build resilience. Many firms saw the risk that the pandemic brought, especially with employees suddenly required to work from home. So firms are investing in automation to mitigate against that risk, Mr. Lu told the Business Mirror. Businesses are looking to automate more repetitive, rules-based tasks which currently require human intervention, thus freeing up their employees to be able to add value in other ways, often enabling them to work from home. Mr. Lu cited a good example of this in the processing of invoices, with employees traditionally processing invoices manually and inputting relevant details into their systems. With robotic process automation, document understanding, this can all be automated, giving employees the freedom to go on and do more value-added tasks. Lastly, organizations are looking beyond the pandemic and are seeing how behaviors have changed both within and outside of their workforce. Customers are doing more online and businesses need to respond to that and become more efficient and capable, Mr. Lu said. Robotic process automation and artificial intelligence are fundamental to firms digital transformation plans and their plans for recovery, Mr. Liu added. And if robotic process automation is a juggernaut of a word for some, Mr. Liu offers the solution offered by low-code automation. Mr. Liu told the Business Mirror that low-code automation will allow citizen developers and employees with limited coding experience to build their own automation solutions. 
This could not only transform the way organizations automate and digitally transform, but it could change the way automation is perceived by employees themselves, Lou said. By making this solution user-friendly and easy to use with a drag-and-drop functionality, automation is now accessible by the employee who can build automation himself or herself. Previously, automation would be a top-down initiative with senior management leading the charge and often deciding what should and shouldn't be automated. Now they foresee employees taking lead and driving change from the bottom up, Mr. Lu said. Mr. Lu believes that in the near future, automation technologies such as robotic process automation will be a significant growth driver for the Philippine economy. Mr. Lu said if handled well, Automation will help continue and even accelerate the country's economic growth. He emphasized this is because RPA has relevance across almost any industry from finance and manufacturing to contact centers and aviation and can be tailored to different processes and functions. Robotic process automation can help banks process and approve loan applications faster, reducing the cost of loans and making credit more accessible to more small-scale and medium-scale enterprises and entrepreneurs, Mr. Lu said. Mr. Lu added that robotic process automation working alongside artificial intelligence can help make call centers more efficient and effective, further expanding the Philippines' market leadership position in this industry. They have seen consumers go online over the past year and they believe that robotic process automation can help retailers process orders and enable chatbots to process customer requests and questions, Lu said. Mr. Lu believes that as low-code app-based solutions become more widely used, the power will be placed in the hands of the Filipino employee who will be able to leverage automation to improve his or her job prospects. Automation ultimately creates even more jobs and organizations that embrace this technology will become more competitive and be able to expand quicker, Mr. Lu said. San Juan noted that consumer behavior is changing with the digital economy. San Juan said their most recent marketing campaigns have forced them to abandon what they knew about their audience, citing their approach to email marketing. Another example he cited are brands that executed social media content targeting mothers. These brands, according to San Juan, used to communicate with moms during travel time to and from work. That is, when people are stuck in traffic and have attention to spare, then right before the end of their day, usually between the hours of 9 and 11 at night. But since the lockdown, people are no longer traveling to and from work, San Juan wrote. With everyone online in the optimum window now out the proverbial window, it's deemed necessary to be reacquainted with the always-on audience. San Juan added that whatever one thought one knew about a target audience behavior, unknow them. Chances are your audience has changed, so don't be left behind. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror Podcast. For a broader look on business, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.